see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. Hi, I'm Sean Riley, and we interrupt our regular schedule of Unpacked with PMMI podcasts as these are anything but regular times. With the industry and our society in flux right now, we are trying to use every one of our channels at PMMI to do whatever we can to help everyone through these uncharted waters. Here we have Mark Anderson from Promoc, who because of the size and scope of Promoc, has experienced dealing with the coronavirus outbreak since it first appeared in China and then Europe. Mark provides an overarching view on how Promoc navigated the evolving crisis and offers guidance as a leader in the packaging and processing industry. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. I'm um, look, looking forward to addressing our whole uh, extended team here at PMMI. I guess let's jump right in. Um, you you guys are an international company and deal with international customers. So how have you at Promoc been dealing with the current situation? Well, it's been it's been a situation we've been dealing with for a while because we do have, as you said, we do have facilities in China. We have a large facility in Italy. We have a facility in France. Um, so we've been dealing with this for a while. I just did a uh, pretty large conference call uh, with really all of our senior managers with a couple of hundred people on the phone yesterday and gave them our perspective of the current situation. And I just kind of want to walk through what we told them and what our situation is and how we're dealing with it across Promox. So, so this is an unprecedented time. We are all dealing with a situation that none of us have ever dealt with before. We have really across all the PMMI and certainly across Promoc, we have wonderful leaders and wonderful managers that care about their people and care about our industry. And it is a situation that is evolving on a, certainly a daily, maybe hourly basis. So it's something that the, the message that we're delivering now is something that is incredibly likely to change as it evolves. And as we learn more, we have great leaders across the whole PMMI network of companies and, and great leaders that care about their people. So I'm very sure that they're going to make great decisions. But um, we have another situation. So our customers really need us right now. Uh, we are right on the firing line of what's going on in uh, in the world and certainly in, in North America. We've all seen the videos of stockouts in grocery stores. I was just there yesterday and it's, uh, you know, the gro- grocery stores are like a war zone right now. We I, I personally feel a civic responsibility to support the supply chain. You know, I think what you're seeing in uh, in North America and what we've seen across the world is, you know, restaurants are closing in North America is substantial portion of, of food. Frankly, that is uh, that is being supplied to our communities is co- has been coming through the restaurant channel. So that was is only only going to make the run on grocery stores that much more significant. So we're really focusing people into the into the supermarket channel and into the drugstore channel, and it is putting a tremendous amount of pressure for on our on our customers. You know, what I'm I'm talking about Promoc, but it really it is the greater PMMI organization, and my I personally feel 
feel a big responsibility to be use the creativity of our organization to figure out how to keep our employees safe. That is number one most important priority, but also use the creativity of our organization to figure out how to keep running so that we can support our customers. You know, the priority is aftermarket, you know, parts and service. We think that our customers are running full blast right now. They're running uh, what, what I'm hearing is some customers are, aren't really changing over. Uh, so they're just choosing one flavor of whatever it is that they're manufacturing and just running without setups and without changeovers and running as much as they possibly can so that they can get as much product out and get it to the store shelves. I think they're struggling a bit with source of supply, cans and the materials that they need to provide the products that they're they're delivering. We are one of those tier one vendors to the uh, consumer product industry, and it's our responsibility to try to keep the businesses running as much as we possibly can. So that's been the message. That's the tough part of our business is, or excellent part of our business, depending upon how you think about it. You know, we have a responsibility to our communities to keep running, but we also have a very important responsibility to our people. So let me just kind of walk through how we're trying to do it and kind of what we've seen around the world. We have a COVID-19 response team that is meeting every single day that has various different managers from different parts of our organization. We are reaching out to, we have a methodology, how we're reaching out to all of our general managers at each one of our businesses so we can understand what's going on on the ground in every single community that, uh, that we're operating in. We're accumulating that information, figuring out what's going on and making decisions and then trying to give uh, guidance to all of our people. So I recommend that, uh, you know, really all, all the organizations out there can and should do the same thing. We are shutting down all travel, uh, non-salesperson, non-service person travel. Any any travel between facilities at Promoc has been shut down. Any travel really outside of the organization has been shut down. Any travel that uh, people think they need to do needs to be approved by senior manager at Promoc. We are working to keep service people travel up and running. That obviously is very challenging. Uh, we are trying to keep salespeople travel up and running. So most of that travel is going to be limited. Customers are starting to or have limited people from entering into their facilities. In some cases, they're allowing the enter entering into facilities, but they have to fill out forms. So we're complying with our customers' regulations. Our service people are necessary, so they are they are allowing them in if our service people are willing to travel. We are not forcing anybody to travel in our organization if they don't want to, but we, as all of the PMMI companies have, we have wonderful people that are willing to do what they need to do to keep our customers running in most cases. If we have people that have traveled outside outside the United States, or that actually I, we have to say it is our home country, we are uh, asking those people to self-quarantine for 14 days. We have made the decision to allow all of our leaders to make decisions on working from home. Uh, so those employees that can work from home, we, we are having them work from home as much as we possibly can. This is putting a bunch of pressure on bandwidth and mobile computing. So there's going to be a lot of work that has to be done to uh, set up VPNs for people, to establish VPNs for people so they can work from home. All that work is being done. We're leaving it up to the individual general managers and their facilities on, on which people are capable of doing that. That obviously puts pressure on, you know, it, it is, this is not a message that the people that get to work from home are more special than the people that, uh, that are in their individual, that have to work in the facilities to keep the factories running. Um, it is only being done to re reduce 
the spread of the virus as much as possible. The people that work from home have to actually work from home because we're very busy. We have a lot of responsibility to our customers to keep things going. And we are, so we are establishing work rules in our facilities as much as we possibly can to maximize social distancing. So all the things that you're hearing about on the news, uh, we are splitting shifts in our facilities. We are moving our work areas apart from each other so people can work separately. We are, uh, making sure that we're not having any large gatherings. We are establishing work rules in uh, break time rules. So we're, we have split lunch times and so that there's not any uh, significant groupings of people in any really point in our whole facility. So we're trying to minimize that as much as possible. So far, we haven't had any cases of coronavirus in our organization, which is kind of unbelievable. We have uh, uh, actually, frankly, it's probably likely uh, not to continue as most of our facilities are in Canada and United States and North America. So let me let me just talk about that for a second. We have a facility, we have a pretty large facility in China. We have a pretty large facility in Northern Italy. We have a pretty large facility in uh, Normandy, France. We've been kind of watching the coronavirus wash across the world like a tidal wave. Our facility in China was shut down for three weeks or so. Uh, we never had any cases of coronavirus in that facility. The best news I can give everybody is it does pass. So that facility is back running again. We are back in full production. We didn't have any we didn't have any cases of coronavirus as I said in that facility. They're back up and running and the Chinese government is starting to think about letting people do things like go to movie theaters and open those back up again. So it is passing through China. Right now, Italy is in the right in the eye of the hurricane. So there is, uh, you know, the, the whole, all the cities are essentially shut down. There's really no travel around. There's no restaurants open. There's no schools open. There's no churches open. There's no, there's no activities where people can get together. They are allowing businesses to continue to operate. There is still shipping. They are shipping into and out of out of Italy. Uh, they view our businesses as uh, as important. So our business is still open. Uh, we are testing both in China and in Italy. We are testing employees as they enter into the facility. China have rules where they're testing them multiple times a day. There are devices where you can measure temperature by scanning your forehead and it'll very quickly and very accurately tell people's temperature. Obviously, if they have a temperature, they're being turned away and they have to work from home or uh, not work. So that has been very effective. Our people are uh, certainly compliant to that and uh, they wanna make sure that you know they're not at risk in any in any way, shape or form. Obviously, we're following all the rules in terms of hand washing and sanitization and, you know, providing opportunities for people to kill the bacteria in any, any way. Everybody is familiar with that. And we have those, we have all those things up and running in all of our facilities. So, and then, and then in the United States, it's, you know, it's starting to happen. So the United States and Canada are, you know, after the, right now, the uh, firestorm is more in uh, Europe. I expect things in the U.S. and Canada to get worse before they get better. 
remains to be seen if some of the actions that, that our governments are taking to uh, alleviate this will minimize the impact of the York to people. Um, so we're doing the best we can to kind of follow all the rules. That's another thing is we are following the local rules in every community that we live in. If there are government rules that are, are being implemented, obviously we're following those rules. We are pleading with those organizations to be able to stay in business because we think we are an important vendor to our customers. Okay, visitors. We are, uh, we've established such that all non-business essential visitors are prohibited. We're leaving our, giving our general managers the responsibility to decide uh, which visitors are important. There are no unannounced visitors. We Any visitors that are coming, have, they have to uh, let us know that they're coming. They have to fill out a form similar to what our customers are doing to uh, give us some perspective of their relative risk. But we are allowing visitors from key vendors or suppliers or Rockwell or whoever it is, if it's mission critical for a particular application that we have to do for customers. And we're leaving it up to our leaders to make that decision. We're following CDC and World Health, Health Organization guidelines. I suggest that all of, you, all of you folks get on their website, provide, make it available to, uh, to your people and follow those guidelines because they're keeping up with you know anything new that is uh, that is happening in the world, and we're we're following all that. I think you know this is an unprecedented crisis. My perspective is there are parts of our economies that are going to be absolutely crushed. Uh, there are parts of uh, there are certain businesses that are uh, that are uh, really off right now. So we live we all live in communities, we have to do what we can to support our communities as much as possible. I think the best way that we can support our communities is to figure out how to stay in business and to support our customers and take care of our people in the best way possible. I, I personally think it's incredibly important. That's the reason for this message. That's the reason why we're working so hard to figure out how we can keep our employees safe, but also continue to operate and serve our customers in this time of great need. So I am uh, available for anybody if they want to talk about uh, how things are going at Promoc and how we're handling the situation. The PMMI folks can make make my uh, email or phone number available to folks throughout throughout the whole PMMI world. I think this is a very important time for our groups. We will get through this. My perspective is it's, it has been a four or six or eight week thing, depending upon what community it is. And then it, and then we come back out of it. So that's really my message, everyone. Uh, this is a fluid situation. It's changing constantly. Thank you very much. Good luck to everyone. Stay safe. Thanks, Mark. That was that was great. I mean, that was um, so much information as you're one of the um, obviously larger companies in PMMI and, and that has... Um, experience and plants in different parts of the world that can comment on sort of how this how you guys have been dealing with it from the very beginning throughout it you know some are just touching on it now that it's got to north america but you've kind of been on the front lines from the very beginning so we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day um what has been kind of a crazy time to uh to share this with everyone you know best of luck continuing to do well Stay tuned for more podcasts with PMMI members as they share guidance to help navigate the COVID-19 pandemic in an effort to keep the industry strong and connected.